just found out that we still have an unwrapped uh, DVD of Encino Man in our office. Hi, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology, Encino Man on DVD, urban legends, In the Army Now on DVD, paranormal stories, uh, what's the other one? Son-in-law? On DVD? <laughs> Anything spooky related. Uh-huh. And nothing on Blu-ray. Every single week since we realized that we really do have an unwrapped DVD of Encino Man, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to watch Encino Man. I will go watch Son-in-Law. And then we reconvene inside of our house and discuss what creepy thing we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. This week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to Brendan Fraser, <laughs> star of Encino Man. Yeah. Well, you said that I go and watch Encino Man, but it's still wrapped. So I magically watch it. You watch it on, you have it saved on, in my brain. <laughs> on your brain. Yeah. And you close your eyes. And whenever Lindsay has her eyes closed and. Uh, she's smiling. I go, hey, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm watching Encino Man. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Well, that's just some magic about me. I lock it away in my Polly Shore treasure treasure chest in my brain. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think a lot of people, whether they know it or not, probably have a special area in their brain designated to Polly Shore. Yeah. And I don't know if they call it their Polly Shore treasure chest, but they might. Their Polly Pagoda. Polly Pocket. Yeah, it's their Polly nice. Pocket. Yeah. Um, I will dedicate my show to the Your show? <laughs> I'm sleepy. What's your show? This one. <laughs> Wait, do you have a new show that you need to tell us about? No. You do. It's called Polly Pocket. I just forgot that other people are on this show. <laughs> There's only one other There's person. There's a lot of people on this show, so it's hard to keep track. <laughs> um, I will dedicate my portion of the show um, to the actress... In son-in-law that plays the main girl because she is also the actress that is in that Netflix movie, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah, she is. Like every time she came up watching that like creepy show, I just kept thinking of Becca from son-in-law. Wasn't she the mom in The Hill House Haunting yeah, of Hill House? Yeah, she was the mom. That's right. And you kept expect you you kept expecting to see Polly Shore pop up who his name was Crawl <laughs> and he was an RA, a really bad RA. Yeah. Does anyone remember or a really Son-in-law? good one, you know? Yeah, I guess really he good for fun. the He was fun. He was fun. Really good for the students, really bad for the parents, I'm sure, for the yeah. university. He would have parties. And he would be loud and crazy. And wear his Steven Tyler PJs. He would. But hey, speaking of wearing clothes, mm -hmm. and some clothes that I'm sure Polly Shore would have been wearing in Son-in-Law, this episode, and all the episodes for the foreseeable future, are brought to you by our buddies over at Native Language Clothing. You can go to nativelanguageclothing.com 
and do some scrolling and some wandering with your eyeballs and check out all their incredibly drippy, saucy, cozy loungers. Skippy. They're skippy? You said drippy. Okay. I just thought of the word skippy because it rhymes. Mm -hmm. So what if I say the word cozy? I'll say ring around the rosy. (laughs) Cool. Check them out. They have really cool stuff. Well, if you want to ring around the rosy or bring around your cozy new clothes, (laughs) you absolutely can. Go to nativelanguageclothing.com and whenever you're ready to check out, you can use the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all lowercase, all one word, and get 30% off of your order So you can just, you know, bring around the cozy for your friends and for your family. (laughs) (laughs) Again, nativelanguageclothing.com, promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase, or check them out on Instagram at nativelanguageco. They have some wonderful drip. They do. So do you want to hear about some things going on in America that are unusual? Okay. I hope it's not related to (laughs) everything that's going on in America. Yeah, besides everything else. Like... You know what? These actually seem mild now to what's happening. Okay. So I guess <laughs> compared to a com, compared to a pandemic, th- these seem a little bit like Yeah, like let's just brighten it up with some creepy unsolved mysteries. I love it. Yes. Okay. I think we I think this is what we need. Yeah. Creepier stuff. Creepier stuff, but it's s- not as creepy as the real world right now. Yeah. I sounded like I was about to cry when I said right now. But I was, I've been extremely burpy for the last you have. Mm, 15 minutes or so. 15 years or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay, the first story I have, um, it does take place in California, uh, December 30th, 2019, not too long ago. Now, let me ask you a question really quick. Yeah. Is California real? <laughs> I don't know. Are birds real? Mm, that's a good point. Um, so emergency services were called to the Gray Whale Cove State Beach in California. Um, an anonymous witness had claimed they saw an Alexis SUV drive over the cliff overlooking the ocean. Oh, a Lexus SUV? Yeah. Just it just went <laughs> careening yeah. off. And there's a video because someone had a dashboard cam. Wait, what? So someone had a dashboard cam and it watched an SUV shoot off a cliff. Okay. They called the emergency responders and officials immediately called reinforcements, the U.S. Coast Guard, and did a six-hour search for bodies or remnants of the used or the vehicle that ensued jumping the cliff. So they searched around for six. Someone called every emergency responder they knew. Yeah. Which is nice. Immediately can- after someone reported this. And that's really nice because they're all found at one phone number. Uh, and a lot of people don't know, but <laughs> they it's They all sit in one room and then they just all answer their phone separately. <laughs> they, I, I just picture them having one thing on speakerphone right in the center. Uh, what kind of emergency? But then, okay, so then they looked around for six hours. Yeah, for anything, for pieces of the car, for bodies, anything. Couldn't find anything. It had to come to a halt after six hours for a little bit because water conditions were picking up and they were losing daylight. So they kind of put it on halt, came back to it, looked more, went over the camera footage, and all they could find was there were tire marks in the sand and there were some rock broken of where they said it came off the cliff. Okay. Um, But they didn't find evidence of... 
pieces of the car or anything. All they had was tire marks going over the edge. No pieces of the car, no bodies, no nothing. Seems hard to hide a Lexus in the middle, like in a wide open area. That you ha- someone had footage on their dashboard cam shooting over the edge of a, a high cliff. And I guess it can really kind of only go one place if it flies off a cliff. Right. Which is into the water, into the sand, whatever I think what it, was. I think there was water underneath it. Like it was... It's like the West Coast, so it was pretty rocky and... Oh, because you said they had to stop the search because of water conditions were getting yeah. bad. I mean, it could probably only go one spot and it's right off the cliff in the water. You would think. Do you think it got stolen by sharks? Yes, yeah, sharks stole the SUV and drove it away. I don't know if anyone can hear this right now. Probably not, but Molly's in the other room just flailing and rolling around and growling on the bed. She's upset about this story because she can't figure it out. <laughs> she's Yeah, she's she's making sounds as if her brain hurts because this is such a riddle. So you can actually watch the video. Um, suspicion arose and they, they were thinking maybe because they weren't finding anything. They're like, this video is faked. This yeah. is a fake video. We can't explain it. And they basically were kind of putting the people with the dashboard cam like under investigation because they're like, you faked this video. There's no way. And they're like, no, this is just what my dashboard cam picked up. Like, I was just reporting it as soon as I saw it. Um, So this person was under investigation. And they're like, no, I was just trying to be a good Samaritan. Well, however, on January 16th, 2020, another witness came forward collaborating with the exact same story that they said they also found saw the car fly over the cliff. So they came in. They corroborated. They said... We also saw it. Yes. But had the exact same story without even knowing the other people. What if the only difference in their story was that it was it was still a Lexus, but it was a different model of SUV. So then the police or whoever was hearing the story was like, Well, they said it was this model and you they say probably would say you like say that. it's the model with the heated seats and there it didn't discrepancies. Have it. There was no heated seats. Um yeah, very odd. So after January, they have had car parts wash along the shore and they can't identify if it's actually part of a Lexus, the Lexus SUV model that they're looking for. Um, But still, what's weird is that there are still yet to be any missing persons or missing vehicle reported or any links to this incident. And this happened in January of this year. That was, no, it happened. Oh, that was the other person. Yeah, December 30th, or 2019 is when it happened. And in January, another witness said, no, they saw it as well. So, I mean, it happened extremely close to the top of 2020. Yeah. Wow, that's really weird. I wonder what happened to that car. Maybe, maybe, do you I think know. It, it did one of the things where, you know, one of the things that always happens is that it went careening off the cliff and then if, if there was someone in the car, we're like, oh, no, emergency. And they took it off their visor because this is where they keep an emergency CD. Yeah. When they're careening off a cliff, specifically, they put it in their CD player and it's that Return to Innocence by Enigma. Yeah. And then everything gets slow-mo. And then they it gets a little slow-mo and then it starts floating and they were able to float their car across oh, the water to safety. And it saved them. It mm-hmm. might have been one of those incidences. I mean, they don't happen very often. No, but that's why you keep your emergency Enigma CD in your sun visor. Yeah, it's really weird. I watched the video. It looks like a car shooting off a cliff. You watched it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like it's someone's <laughs> dashboard cam and it's like a beautiful sunny California day and you watch the car shoot off the cliff. Huh. But there's just no sign of anything. That's very weird. It is weird. Yeah. It Especially because really like the authorities came immediately and didn't see anything. And you Nothing. would think you would think you would see a giant car. Or something from the car that floated on the top of the ocean or, I mean, anything. Or you'd hear enigma happening somewhere. Yeah, in your brain. In your brain. Is that <laughs> in my brain or is that in real life? I hear, I'm hear i hearing Return to Innocence by Enigma. I don't know. It really baffled me. I don't know if there's any new updates or if this case is still open, but it's very odd. Well, if you're missing uh, Alexis, listener, maybe check California. If you're just missing your Lexus. Yeah, it might be in the ocean. Or a shark took it. Or the shark stole your Lexus. Yeah. Do you think they played Enigma to get them to lure over the cliff? And then that's their, like, they play it and then it corrupts you. And then you drive over a cliff and then they steal your car. The Is sharks. They being the sharks. Yeah. Um. No, I think that's a little bit too far-fetched because I don't think sharks would know who Enigma is because I don't know how old sharks are. They can be old. Well, what if, okay, how about this? They collaborate with the whales and the whales oh. sing a whale song version of Enigma and then it triggers the people just to go crazy. It's like mind control. That would, I, I would not put it past the musical group Enigma to have mind control music. Whales. Powered mind- by whales, yeah. <laughs> Powered by whales. Maybe, I know we talked about that weird thing that they're doing in Alaska, that research center, that conspiracy oh, theorists that think organism that... organism at the bottom of the thing? No. Oh, what? The, when I talked about it last time, the... Dave and Busters? The research... <laughs> no, we've talked oh, about Alaska, Alaska a lot, I guess. I thought you meant, I thought you meant Antarctica. Oh. Alaska, yeah, the creepy, weird research thing. And they said they're not doing anything like mind control related, but people don't believe it. Come take a look. They're corrupting the whales because the whales are up in Alaska and they're like, hey, we're, we can be guinea pigs. I mean, or whales. We can be guinea whales, yeah. Swim. <laughs> if, if you mind control us, we'll swim down to California. Does anyone need a Lexus? Yeah, it could we'll be. Bring you, oh, maybe the scientists need a Lexus. So they use the whales, mind control. They went and got the Lexus and they brought it back and then they're like, thank you. I bet you in the last five minutes, because we've said the name of the car, um, that we may have triggered people's little Amazon device that responds to a name that's very similar. Oh. Scruglexus. Maybe. So I think we might have been. So if we've, if your little Amazon robot with a human name has been blowing up the last few minutes we're sorry yeah or i thought you were gonna say since we've said the name lexus a few times they were gonna sponsor us eventually oh no you know what (laughs) what a weird thing that would be for us to be sponsored by luxury car company (laughs) (laughs) i feel like maybe we should make that a goal in 2020 is to be sponsored by lexus let's make it a goal in 2020 by the start of 2021 we're going to be sponsored by the most off-brand brands that we can. So like things that really have no nothing to do with us at all. Yeah. Luxury car companies. Um, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Robotics. Hey, you need a place to wear your new native language comfy clothes? Get a Lexus. Wear them ex- exclusively in your giant Lexus SUV. Um, the next story that I have is it's 
a bunch of incidents that kind of are familiar or kind of relate to like the Mothman stories. Oh. So we might have kind of a new Mothman. Okay. A father and son were driving along Briggs Road in Wisconsin um, in September. This was in 2006, but more reports have come up lately. Okay. Um, when the headlights of their pickup illuminated a massive winged creature flying straight towards them. Terrified, the father and son, all they could do was wait for impact, but seconds before the creature hit their windshield, it let out a high-pitched wail and flew upwards into the night. After the father and son both experienced severe nausea and were ill for at least a week. Ew. Yeah, there's been multiple sightings um, that have been seen more on the Briggs Road in Wisconsin, and they are calling it the Beast of Briggs Road. Or oh. the man bat. Okay. Not the Batman, but the they're like, Batman was already taken, so we'll use man bat. <laughs> okay. Not only is man bat a bad name, calling it the Beast of Briggs Road is also just too long. Yeah. Just just say it's because what what does this generation as a whole love these days? Throwback movies. Movies that are remakes of old movies, old TV shows, old whatever. Just call it the Mothman. And then people will be like, oh, how vintage. Throwback. I think they should call it Bob because Beast of Briggs Road, the Bob or Bob Road it, monster. Call it Bob yeah, Bobber. Bobber. Yeah. Bobber's not bad. I yeah, like Man Bat. It's like It's so bad. You nobody nobody looked at that and stepped away and was like, oh, Batman. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't call it man bat. Yeah. Or what if it's a woman bat? Like, exactly. What if it's a dog bat? Exactly. That's why I <sighs> think call it Bobber, Bobber, Bobber the new buddy, or just Bobber for short. Well, the difference between this uh, Bobber is it has huge wings like the Mothman, but the creature is to have small, beady yellow eyes. And a ro- and rows of pointy teeth. Okay, so was the uh, one of the people in the car a dentist? And when it was flying and they were screaming, they were going. They're ah, like multiple rows. Wow, look at that! Look at the mouth on that thing! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. And it gave like a really quick, fast dental inspection. Maybe. Maybe. Well, if it lets out a, lo- a loud wail, you could see in its mouth. Yeah, you could see its molars. It's uh, what are the teeth numbers? Like your I nines or something. <laughs> Your C5s. The Niner Incisors. That's what they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are most of them. Um, <laughs> my last story is kind of sad, but kind of funny at the same time. Oh, good. <laughs> um, and I really hope we find this person because it's mean. It's you? No, it's mean. Oh, mean. Not me. I, I hope said... we find this killer because it's me. It's me, the, the murderer. <laughs> You know what? A murderer could probably say that and everybody would be like, yeah, it's not that guy. It's obviously not that guy. He said it was him. Um, Okay, so Las Vegas residents were astonished to see um, on the beach that a pigeon with a tiny cowboy hat glued to its head. Um, Shortly, it was joined by another pigeon uh, sporting a tiny sports cap. Okay, were they alive or dead? They're alive. They're walking around. They have hats glued to their heads. Um, so people were catching these pigeons and... Hey, Linz? Yeah. That's that's something you don't see every day. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, although funny, um, the glue when they actually caught the pigeons was 
harming their skin. That is sad. That so is sad. they were like, okay, although that's really funny, this is hurting the birds, and we have to figure out who's doing this because okay. this is really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> How many times do you think people have said, we need to find who's gluing hats on these birds? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of them because there's footage of a lot of pigeons <laughs> That have hats on. Okay. Um, they're very viral. You can look at them, although it is really funny to watch. Like, we need to find this person because it's hurting birds. Um, so, yeah, it's not good that it's harming their skin. But January 2020, um, oh, the first the first couple pigeons were seen at towards the end of 2019. So they thought maybe there was just a couple. Um, January 2020, uh, another pigeon shows up, and this time it has a tiny sombrero glued to its head. Um, (laughs) Okay. So they really want to find out who's doing this. I mean, watch the video. It's still very funny, but it's really sad. Okay. I will will say that the hats fit perfectly on their heads. (laughs) Do the hats look handmade? No. Well, I don't know. Not, I mean, unless someone's really good at making little hats. I mean, okay, I could understand like getting, going on Amazon or going somewhere, maybe to your local hat store and finding decorative, silly, miniature hats. Yes. But I could all, I could be like, okay, maybe, maybe if you're lucky, there's probably like three types of miniature hats you're going to find. And I'm sure you can guess them, right? cowboy hat yeah maybe a little sombrero which they had uh and maybe like a tiny baseball cap or baseball caps with local sports teams depending on where you are but to find a cornucopia of tiny hats i don't i don't know where you'd find so many hats unless they're being handmade i mean you can watch the video like he has a little hat on you know and it does i can see it from here it does fit very well Oh, extremely well. Like, they're, I guess, glued in place very well, but it's still really sad. Well, okay. I'm just waiting for, like, one to show up, like, I don't know, like, what kind of hat would be really funny? That's what I was thinking. What would be the funniest hat to see? A straw hat would be cute. Okay, that's cute, but what would be, okay, what, well... The the funniest hat, I think, is difficult to guess or difficult yeah. to make up. If you had to shock the world or shock Las Vegas or shock wherever by putting a tiny hat on a pigeon. Yeah. I've never I never in a million years ever thought I would ask anyone this question. <laughs> and I've been just waiting for it. Uh, what type of hat would you put on a pigeon? See, I don't I think I would bypass the hats and do wigs. That's okay. Because See, you get like a like a beehive wig, or you get like a cool cosplay wig, or like that might like be cool. Pigtails, pigtails, mohawk. Maybe one of them doesn't have a wig on; it has a beard. That's a see. That's a really good idea. Facial hair. Facial hair would be cool. Just big eyebrows. Huge eyebrows. Because <laughs> a lot of people, and I, and I'm, and I'm making an assumption, but I feel like it's true. A lot of people are going to go. Let's put a mustache on that pigeon. Pro- okay, been but there, let's done not that. Get, yeah, let's not get everybody ideas because we have to remember that this is very sad, though. Too, this is very sad because yes. it's hurt. The glue is hurting the pigeons. Now, if now disclaimer, if Lindsay and I, well, I can't speak for you, Lindsay, but I know if I were to ever put any hats or anything on a pigeon, if I if if I were to dress up any birds and just send them on their way, yeah, I would use magic. I would not use glue or anything. I would cast a spell. Or like, what about if you just put like a little bandana around their neck or like something that you don't have to glue and like maybe they can get off. Yeah. Or like use elastic or like use like a, 
I don't know, like a rubber band or something. Or maybe just leave the pigeons alone. <laughs> yeah, but if you can dress up a wild okay, bird. Okay, wait, train them. Train them to wear the hat. And then they'll love the hat and they'll keep the hat. Train a bird to wear a hat? Yeah. So every time the hat falls off, the bird's going to have to like sit there and put it back on? <laughs> it needs to be attached. The hat needs to be attached to the they'll bird. They'll use their little pigeon arms and they'll put it on. Okay. Well, I don't want this to be the first time you hear this. Birds don't have arms. Now, I know that's <laughs> weird to hear and I know that that's scary to hear. It scares me to say it. Yeah. But they don't anymore. They don't. It's a new thing. Birds no longer have arms. What? Okay. Okay. Say you wanted to do a wig on a pigeon. Yeah. Okay, great. What accessory would you pair with the wig on a pigeon? Uh, Sunglasses. Oh, that's really good too. You're so good at this game. But you'd have to make them like because spe- I think their si- their eyes are more on the side of their heads, so yeah. they'd be some funky looking sunglasses. But I think having having a pair of pigeon specific sunglasses that are meant to like fit on a pigeon, like if a pigeon was actually going to go buy a pair and have the thing spaced out. You wouldn't recognize them right away as being sunglasses. I think they would still need to be the like somewhat humanistic sunglasses for you to like get the full effect. Instead of Ray-Bans, they could be Ray-Birds. Ray-Birds. Yeah. See, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Uh, sunglasses for birds. I, I would know. do I would do maybe probably just a cool pair of jeans or um But how would the waistband stay up? Yeah, that's a really hard idea. Okay, I'm switching mine. I would do sneakers. That'd be okay. Yeah, really cool sneakers. And I would do uh, probably, yeah, probably a beard. I think I really like the beard sneakers idea. Sneakers and a beard, yeah. Or sneakers and glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you would just dress them up like you. Well, yeah, you saw it's 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 fun it's fun <laughs> to play dress up like you know like on uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater when you get to make your own skater you kind of make it look like you at least I did back in the day. Mm-mm. You never did. No, I just always played as Rodney Mullen. Yeah, that's true. You loved Rodney Mullen. Mm-hmm. I like playing as Jeff Rowley or Bob Burnquist. Okay, but then when I was able to make a character because I. You know, I used to shred the gnar. Yeah. I was never good, but I did shred the gnar, and you know this. I would make a character look like me, so I like to play dress up. I'd play dress up. It'd be like the, uh, what? what's the movie, The Island of Dr. Moreau, with uh, Val Kilmer's in the movie? Sure. Where the one guy has the miniature version of him, I'd have that, but it'd be a pigeon of me. It'd be my, my little pigeon. Your little pigeon. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, okay. Well, somebody's out there gluing hats on birds, and... We got to stop them. Yeah, it's not nice. So, to <laughs> if you see a bird with a hat, please report it. Yeah, or if, or if for some reason, if you're the person doing it and you listen to our show, which is probably rare, uh, stop gluing them. Yeah, don't do that. Just be nice. Dress, put little sneakers on. Or get like safer glue. Yeah, or like I don't. Know. I don't know. Just maybe leave the birds alone is really the point of the story. But if you have to dress a bird up, just make sure it doesn't hurt them. But <laughs> use non-toxic glue. I'm just. I'm I'm all for playing bird dress up in the wild. I just I don't want you to hurt the birds. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a couple things that I have happening in America. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do you want to go to the haunted housekeeping zone and clean the glue off of our heads? Yeah. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll put on new hats uh, that are attached by elastic. And I'll wear a wig. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Well, we will see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. (laughs) 
Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. And guess what? We have a few things to tell you about. And they're secrets. Hee hee hee. And it's not how to clean your haunted bathroom. It's not. No, these are secrets. Again, these are. this is secret information. If you've made it this far, now you get a whole bunch of secrets. If you would like to find out more about our show... Maybe check out some cool new merchandise that Lindsay designed. You can go over to SpookySpousesCast.com, do some scrolling, some looking around, and at the bottom of the page will be some merchandise, which is there for you. Or click the Scavengers Network logo, and it'll take you to all the other great shows on our network. You can get a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, a blanket for yourself or your dog, and a coffee mug. And you can put whatever liquid you want inside of it. Or if you have a spooky question that you just like cannot survive if you don't ask us, you can call our spooky hotline. You can also text our spooky hotline. We just found this out because we are old and irrelevant. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or the scarier number 803-816-BOOZE, which is what ghosts say. It's very scary. Say you have a question about you have a bunch of rats that you think are actually piloting your skin suit. Maybe you have too many trees in your yard like we do and they're scaring your dog. Or they're just scaring you. And maybe one of those trees you're almost convinced you've thought you've heard say, Hey, come here really quick. Maybe the soap in the shower has started communicating with you. Telepathically. (laughs) If so, you can call or text us and let us know about it. 803-816-2667. We would love to hear from you. We would. We'll give you mediocre advice and hopefully make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Also, if you like hearing us talk, which, you know, is not for everyone, you can (laughs) rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. We love it. We do love it. And it means a lot to us. And we do this for free all the time. We sit in our house and just blabble and blabble. And it would mean a lot to us knowing that it means a lot to you. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stonker, Crinkry, Blips, Blips Pod. You can go to the grocery store and just tell people how much you love us. And then, you know, that counts as a review, right? Yes, that absolutely counts as a review. But you have to record yourself talking to a stranger and telling them about our show. Or it doesn't count? It does not count. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. And as always, we want to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us. We're lucky to have all of you as our pod buds, as our rat boat buddies, or our spooky pals. Stay spooky. I think the spooky house cleaning is clear. Ours is? Yeah. We're done? We're done. Okay, here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Enjoy. PodCube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location. Location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Well, yee haw, and welcome back 
everybody. I don't know why I said yeehaw. Let's try it again. Because you're talking about cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. Cowboy hats. You're talking about cowboy hats. <laughs> okay, let's try it again. Ready? Will you count me in? Yeah. Three, two, one. Hey. Nope. Count me in. Ready? Count me in. Three, two, one. I like how you did the head nod. You did. Head. I was counting you in with okay. my whole heart. Last time, count me in with your whole heart. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, hey everybody! Welcome back to our show. Hope the haunted housekeeping zone was nice. <laughs> That's so bad. I hope you had a nice time. Hope you had a nice time listening to stuff about our Patreon, our website, our wonderful friend Eli, which we saw Eli the other day. We did. He did a little dance for us. Mm -hmm. That was a haunted story. Lindsay and I were going to meet him halfway. Buckle up for a really cool story, everybody. Lindsay and I were going to meet him halfway on a fun little road trip uh, because Lindsay made Eli a mask to wear and he wanted it. So we're going to give it to him. But then his car overheated. We drove further north. We said hi from a safe distance. Eli did a dance for us, like Lindsay said. And then Lindsay's battery died in her car. And then we had to have Eli help us charge it. And then we left. And that's basically what happened. Yeah, so both of our cars basically broke. On the same day. Yeah, it was karma saying, just stay inside your house, I think. I think it was too. But it was There nice. are people out here gluing hats on birds, okay? <laughs> stay in your house. But it was nice to see Eli IRL. It was. Um, and yes, his arms still are made out of flutes. Yeah, it was weird. He wore a jacket to cover him up, though. Yeah, but like it's like, we know what's under there. We know what's under there. Just, it's okay. Yeah, show your arms. Polish him up. He's a coward. Okay, Linz, we got an email. Yeah. We did. We got an email, and it's a creepy story, and this is from our friend Jason Schmidt. Okay. So thank you, Jason. And Jason's dad is the one who married us, so that's really nice. <laughs> well, he didn't marry us. He married- Us together. Us together, but he didn't marry- He's not another spooky spouse. No, Lindsay and I are not also married to an older man named Jay. Yeah. Uh, he just, he he combined our energies into one mar energy, right. merry energy. Okay, I've only done a quick glance at the story. I haven't read it really. Okay. Because I wanted it to be exciting and hold true to our show. You ready? Yes. First of all, thank you, Jason, for the story. Here we go. Hi, guys. It's already starting creepy. <laughs> I've got a pretty good ghost story for you. My next door neighbor confided in me that his house is haunted. Now, uh, I'm guessing that Jason uh, wrote this on his phone because it autocorrected haunted is hinted. And I just want to <laughs> let you know that I read, I think my house is hinted. <laughs> okay, but the house is haunted. I've been kind of a skeptic, but also kind of agnostic about ghosts. I've had no personal experience. Uh, he mentioned to me on several occasions that cabinets would be left open or there were noises at night, and that he refused to look in the mirror on the stairs because he was sure there was someone looking back at him. Stuff Ugh. like that. The last one seems to be the worst one. Yeah, I've had that feeling before of like, it's only certain areas. Like, it's only certain things, like whether it's like looking down the hallway or looking in a mirror. Like, there's only certain times that I feel that. Yeah, and it's, I've felt nothing like that. In our house. No, not this house. And, no. and that's ironic because we live in the middle of nowhere and it's arguably creepier. Yeah. But when we were living in a city, I was always afraid there was like, I was, I'm always afraid there was going to be a homeless person living in our house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have those stories that like people find out that somebody's been living in their basement or their attic and. I know. It's creepy. It is. It's yucky. Imagine that. Okay. 
person looking in the mirror. Okay. He came over recently to install our new boiler. I'm thinking, uh, well, I'll just leave it at that because I'm not very smart when it comes to those things. And we got to talking. He told me a story about the creepiest thing that happened there. He and his wife had just gotten to bed and heard a cat and heard their cat meowing. It was acting stranger than normal all night. It kept meowing in a sort of upset fashion. Then, suddenly, he heard a deep, loud music voice, which I don't know what that means. Like a singing, like a... I don't know. That could also be an autocorrect, but I don't know what that would be. Uh, I'll just leave that part out. Then, suddenly, he heard a deep, loud voice shout, meow, which is scary. Like to yell at the cat? I guess so. Then the cat stopped. The neighbor is a straight shooter. He swore on his kids' lives, and the story is true. He started researching exorcisms and stuff like that, or and stuff after that. He read that the best thing to do is just to talk to the spirit to reassure it. He had been doing a lot of remodeling and decided that he may have upset it. Oh, by all the remodeling. So one day, while working under the sink, he decided to start talking to the spirit. Something like, Hi, ghost. We really like the house. We've been working on. We, we've been working hard to care for it. We just want you to know that you don't need to protect it anymore, and we are happy to take it over. At which point, the window and back door flew open, and a strong wind blew through. They never noticed anything ghostly again. Maybe it left. It could have left. This. Oh, and he's uh the the graveyard episode really freaked me out. The Essie's method one we we did. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. So I feel like the guy did the right thing. Like that would be my honest advice is like try to communicate. Like we even told our listener Calvin when he said that he had ghosts in the house, like just try communicating with them because mm-hmm. I mean, not all ghosts are going to be evil. No. And I, I would I would assume that the majority of ghosts or spirits or whatever probably are not evil at all. Right, exactly. And I think that we told Calvin to communicate to the ghosts by way of doing magic tricks or playing Stardew Valley, but still, communication is key. Right, and this guy was just communicating, saying like, hey, we like the house, we're taking it over. Maybe that ghost is like, all right, I, I have, that's my unfinished business, I guess I can go now. But what a weird thing to hear your cat acting kind of weird and sounding annoyed and angry. Yeah. And then hearing someone go, meow, <laughs> at your cat to shut your cat up. Yeah. I think that ghost had had it with that cat. Maybe it was allergic to cats and he hated him. That's a really good point. Oh, speaking of something mocking something else to shut it up, we didn't tell this story and we we were going to tell it last week, but we didn't release an episode. <laughs> okay, so. It's not really scary. It's more funny, but it it's, was. It's weird. It is weird. Okay, so here's the thing. Where we live, in the back of our house, we hear two barred owls. Yeah. Not barn, but barred. And their call sounds like, And we know the sound very well because they do it a lot. And me and Jordan kind of goof on that sound and say it to each other because it's really funny. It is. And, you know, maybe we'll make up words to it. Like, who wants to eat? Who wants some lunch? <laughs> or, you know, anything else. Do you have one, Lindsay? I forget. I don't want to be there... the only one who's embarrassed to do to do that. Um, Man, I'm the kid on the spot now. <laughs> okay. I do have some. Think of it later. and Maybe at the end of the episode, we'll come back to it. You have I one went right now? outside. I like outside. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, it. That's all I, I have. I also like outside. So we're hearing these barred owls. 
talk back and forth and doing their call. And it was one morning, uh, we were drinking coffee and it was very nice and peaceful. And we heard the barred owls talking back and forth. And then (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is what we heard, right? Yeah. And then you hear the barred owl go, it starts to go, hoo, 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 hoo. It does the first one. It doesn't go, hoo, 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 because that's how it ends it. But you hear, hoo, 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 hoo. And before it can get to the end of the first little part of the phrase, you heard a crow mock the barred owl to tell it to shut up. It went, <laughs> hoo, 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 hoo. And then you heard a crow go, <laughs> like really loud. Like really loud in the exact same pattern. And both of the owls completely shut up. Like they didn't even finish their the rest of their call. No. It's like if someone, if, if you were to tell someone like maybe back in elementary school, well, I'm going to tell my mom. And then they went, oh, I'm going to tell my mom. <laughs> and made like the little cryy, like you, you make the fists and like, you know, put them at your eyeballs like you're crying. Yeah. That's kind of what the crow did to the barred owl. Yeah. He's like, shut up. I want you to shut up. <laughs> And they got really mad at it. And we heard a crow mock a barred owl into submission, kind of, because it it shut up after that. That's it. That's our story. That's our story. That's all. Okay. So I'd forgotten about the barred owl story, but I wanted to talk about really quick. A while ago on Reddit, I posted a question because I was trying to fish for some answers and some responses and whatever. Right. Um, I asked people if they had ever noticed or witnessed or experienced anything personally after someone passes away or after a funeral or after whatever, if they notice a spike in activity locally. So... Like the the example that I gave is that when I was in sixth grade, uh, we lost my oldest brother. And the few days following that, there was an enormous amount of activity at our house. Right. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah. And and it it was all things. And I think you had the exact same thing after your dad passed when you were younger. Like um, your aunt said that she felt him sit on the bed. You heard his boots walking across the floor. Yeah. But after my brother had passed, I was young, but I wasn't the only one there. Like my my family could corroborate. Um, we heard bagpipe music. We heard him walk down the stairs, all this stuff. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Um, and he had a particular way that he walked down the stairs. So it was unmistakably him. And there was no one else upstairs. So I thought that this was interesting. And I'm sure that there's more stuff about it. But I wanted to put my feelers out and get some answers. Right. I only, I, I only got a few responses, but I wanted to share them if that's okay with everybody in the yeah. room. It's just you and Molly. So Yeah, well Molly, I have to pet her because she's not okay with anything right now. No, it, she we've been playing Molly tennis. Molly's been over <laughs> here. I've been petting her. She's been laying down under the table, which is halfway across the tennis court and then Lindsay's yeah. been petting her. She cries. She does cry. She's a cry baby. Okay. So I only got a few answers because I don't think very many people like me on Reddit, but that's okay. Hey, that's okay. You just don't have that Reddit following yet. I'm okay with that, though, I think. I, I like Haters to be an observer. Hate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, I guess so. Um, okay, from Griff777, an old man in my neighborhood I used to live in died when I was around seven or nine. It was my first real experience with death, so I was shocked. After his funeral in the local church, I remember hearing the sound of an old man humming this tune. I would hear it walking past his house. 
in school and at home. I wasn't sure if it was in my head or actually a sound. I distinctly remember asking my friend if he heard it and he had no idea what I was talking about. Weird, but kind of related. Yeah. So I get that one. Yeah, that is weird. And there, there is something really neat about people saying that they hear music or whistling or humming or something. I've, I've heard a few stories about like a little melody or music specifically kind of carrying on, I guess. Right. Well, I think that's a big thing with like people's mannerisms. I mean, a lot of people do hum or snap or whistle. Like, yeah, I think that's a big part of people's just everyday mannerisms. I think so, too. So yeah. it's neat that that would that that would carry on. Uh, the only other one I got was from Feline Corvax. Never experienced this personally, but know of others who have. My theory is that all the sharing of memories and stories either works like a summoning or else simply is manifesting the energies from all present. I like that theory. So everyone's sitting around and thinking about the same person and sharing stories of the same person and everyone's emotions being tied directly to that person who's moved on or passed. Yeah. Yeah could sort of, yeah, summon that person's spirit or summon that person's energy. I mean, yeah, besides all like the fancy smancy like circles and candles, it yeah. basically is a seance. I mean, you are kind of bringing all that energy together. Yeah, I guess you're right. It actually kind of is like a big seance in a way. Yeah. Without, yeah, all the fun candles and... It's a humble seance. It is a humble seance. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's all I, I really wanted to share about it. Well, nice. um, if anybody else has any stories about something particularly related to or specifically related to the the days following a funeral or, or, or anything that you care to share, you can. You can send us an email at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com. Or if you want to reach out anywhere else on social media, you can. Spooky underscore spouses. I feel like email is probably the best because I'm sure if you've experienced this, you might have a little bit more than a little to say. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or just even if there's times that you see spikes in activity, whether it's like someone that's past birthday or a certain holiday or I don't know. I think it's I think it's really intriguing. I do, too. I like it. It's I'm, I'm really fascinated by that stuff. Okay, so Lindsay, we also have a haunted hotline. Yes, we do. Isn't that weird? I guess. I mean, you just call it and talk to us. You can... Not uh, like directly to us, but like, I guess the third person. I guess it's like playing telephone, literally. Yeah, really, it really literally is. So we have a haunted hotline. You can either call it and leave us a voicemail or you can text us. The phone number is 803-816-2667. And you can call and text whenever you want, or call or text, or do both, I don't care. But we got two texts okay. recently, and I want to share them. The first one, it just asks, what is the scariest legume? Huh? I thought I was singing of Laguna Beach. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Not Laguna Beach. Okay. But the scariest legume, the scariest bean. Hmm. And I think I was thinking about it like there's cannellinis because they're big and white and they look like ghosts, maybe. Yeah. Like miniature ghosts. There's black eyed peas, which I think is a legume. I think. Yeah, I think See, so too. See, this question's too hard, you know? It's too smart for us. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, then, I don't know, like a green bean. Because they look like zombie fingers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because they are like they're not regular bean shaped. They have no. like a bean casing. 
Yeah, they do live in like they they live in their own sort of like long bean haunted house. It's like they yeah they could be spooky ghost beans, but they're in their little haunted house. Okay. They're in their Overlook Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, are... what happens when you let them out? <laughs> you either eat them or they, or they uh, I don't know, or they rot. Yeah. So do you want to say right now the scariest legume, green beans? Sure. Okay. I'll say that too. Okay. All right. Uh, and the next text we got is from, we know because it says, hey, it's me, Holly CF. And that's Holly Chatfield Flanagan <laughs> from Shelly Has Opinions and just from Earth being our friend. Yeah. My new house has a big wind problem, okay? That either means literally or Holly's new house farts. A lot. A lot. And it's a big problem. Mm -hmm. It's frequently windy in this town, and the sound gets real whistly. It freaks me out. What is your advice for dealing with spooky and loud wind? No? (laughs) Okay. So immediately, because we are immature and not very intelligent, I go directly to farting. Yeah. And what do you do? I figure you do. You embrace it. You embrace the loud wind. You embrace it and you kind of make a spectacle out of it at any given opportunity. Yeah. What do you do with spooky and loud wind, Lens? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, we kind of have that too. It gets pretty windy where we are as well. And we have a lot of whistling noises that come through our windows. I don't know. (laughs) I think... I just kind of ignore it. Yeah. I think if it's the real earth wind, we ignore it. And then I know I personally convince myself that I'm stronger than um, the forces of nature. Than the wind? Yeah. Do you go outside? Well, Jordan actually goes outside and karate chops it until it stops. As hard as I can. Um, He does not realize that it just stops on its own. He thinks that he actually stops the wind. And even though I'm sitting right here and I can hear everything that Lindsay's saying, I'm choosing to still kind of <laughs> disassociate myself. And I know that if I try hard enough, and if you try hard enough, Holly, you can go outside when it's extremely windy. Take the kids. Mm-hmm, make sure you wear your most intimidating outfit you possibly can. Maybe that's maybe that's head-to-toe drip in native language. I don't know. Yeah. And you go outside and you just karate chop and kick and punch as hard as you well, can. Well, that would make you not scared of the wind anymore because you're like, oh, I hear whistling happening. That means it's time for karate time. Yeah. Then you, you have kind of like how firefighters have their outfits, their outfits, <laughs> their, their <laughs> uh, work clothes right next to the truck. Yeah. Maybe right next. I like next- outfits better. How they have their fun fire outfits. I'm going to call your brother since he is a fireman and be like, so what do you, what kind of outfits do you wear? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your heavy firefighter outfit. So what's your favorite outfit that you get to wear? <laughs> what's your favorite accessory when you wear your life-saving outfit? <laughs> but keep your, keep your nature fighting outfits as close to you can to the door that's closest to you at all times. Or maybe you have, you know, different outfits at different doors. So then you can kind of just slip into it really quick, go outside, and then just punch and kick as hard as you can when it's windy. Yeah, get rid of that wind. Maybe that maybe that helps. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You can try. Okay, Linz, what about a voicemail? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Speaking of Eli Chambers, here's a voicemail from Eli Chambers. Okay. Hello, Lindsay. Hello, Jordan. Hello, Molly. Hello, Yako. Uh, this is Eli, who does music. And a couple of weeks ago, I was going to check my mail. I walked through the living room, and there's this, um, <clears throat> this like, cow skull had just sort of materialized on my mantelpiece. It's glowing a little bit, 
and sometimes if it's agitated, then I can, like, hear metal music playing in the distance. So I've been trying to placate this thing just to, you know, keep the noise down. I don't want the neighbors angry at me. I've tried, like, almond slivers and barley and uh, my blood, other people's blood. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll, it'll kind of just, it's interested, but it hasn't really placated it so far. So I'm wondering if you had any insight on to like what, like specifically a cow demon eats or if I need to be feeding it. All right. Thanks. Bye. How do I hang up? Okay, so where's the follow-up call from the cow skull saying, I have a weird friend in my house with flute arms, and how do I get rid of him? <laughs> yeah, well, wait, really quick. Uh, at the end of the message, Eli said, how do I hang up? Is he still on his phone? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Eli, if you're still on your phone and you're listening to this episode, just turn off your phone and turn it back on. Yeah. I don't know how you appease... A, a demon skull from a cow. It was a cow, right? So maybe you got to give it cow things. like Grass. Grass. Or maybe it wants something like spookier than grass. Like maybe it wants... Grass. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it wants like... I don't know. What do you feed cows? Okay, let's go back and forth rapid fire. Cow kibble? Hold on. Okay. Let's go back. All right. You can use, I'm going to use grass again. You can use cow kibble again. Okay. Let's go back and forth and say things that cows like. Okay. And then maybe we can figure out exactly what we need to do it. Okay. Start with yours. Cow kibble. Grass. Carrots. Oranges. I mean apples. <laughs> um, Chickens. Pro they like Alive. to be. They like to be around them, like their friends. Well, I would like to think that they would eat one. I don't. Well, I was going to say carrots. Well, they're demonic. Well, this one's demonic, so maybe it wants to eat other livestock. Okay, well then maybe not carrots because, like, maybe parsnips because they're a spookier, ghostly-looking thing of a carrot. Yeah, we. I feel like we talked about that once, didn't we? That parsnips look like ghost carrots. Sure. Where? Either way. Maybe it likes. I think you're you're corn. On, the yeah, band. Yeah, spell it back. That's what it you yeah, you have to feed it corn and play corn for it to be pleased. Yes. This is great. <laughs> this is cool. I'm glad we figured that out because Wait, did we already just figure it out? Like that's it? That's Yeah, cool. I think okay. that's it. Like I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, let me check the book that I wrote about cows eating corn with corn. When did you write the yeah, book? When did you write that back book? Back in two thousand and six. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's never been released, but now I think it needs to be released because I was waiting for the cow skull to show up. In 2006, you wrote it? Yeah. So what would you have been? 20 years old? I don't know. No. No. I would be older Wait. than that. No, because 2006, no, in 2006, you would have been like 19 years old. No. Yeah. I can't math. It's too hard. <laughs> So well, yeah. There's kids out there opening restaurants that are twelve. Yeah, and I guess we have a lot of, uh, especially my dream. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, there's what's the one? Mulala, 
Mm-hmm. It, what's uh, Greta Thur? Is it Thurnberg or von Thurnberg? Yeah, I forget. A lot of young people <laughs> doing a lot of really good activism oh, stuff. Heck yeah, but so. none of them are writing about the theory of ghost cows and how they like corn and are eating corn. So if you want to put me right up there with them, what about this? Since yeah. it's a demon cow, listen to corn and eat corn, but still, it's the same corn. So you listen to the band Corn, yeah, and then you eat the members of the band Corn because it's oh, you have demonic. To eat them? It's a demon. I don't oh, think a lot you of have demons to eat corn. Yeah, I don't think a lot of okay, demons so are omnivorous. I think they're humanivorous. Human do you nivorous. have a, like a CD or an MP3? <laughs> yeah, I'm old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of corn playing, or do you have them playing and you eat them slowly as they play until like you just have the drums left and then mm-hmm. you eat him too? Live show. Live show, corn, live, live show. music. Bring the cow. Bring the. Okay, Eli, this is what's going to be difficult. Start stacking your ducats now. Start saving your chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I meant to say save your ducats and stack your chips, but here we are. And then you find out when corn is going to be playing, because I believe they are touring again. Mm-hmm. Because every band who's over 50 is touring again. Maybe that's why that cow skull showed up. Because corn's touring? Yeah. It's really hard to say corn's touring. Corn's touring. Corn's touring. <laughs> <laughs> they, it knew. It showed up because they're like, let's do another tour. Mm-hmm. And that cow chose you, Eli. So because you are Eli who does music. Yeah. So, and the, and the demon cow thinks that you're probably capable of getting backstage passes because demons don't know a lot about music They're like oh all musicians know each other yeah. yeah right i don't know sting very well yeah case in point what's the difference between a guitar and a, a drum set nothing. nothing they make noises it's the noise producing thing you hit them and you make noises <laughs> just pluck your guitar and sometimes it sounds like my favorite band corn <laughs> so then you need to go get backstage passes or all access what whatever they're 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 calling it and then bring the cow and then say, hey, would you guys mind just kind of playing us kind of jamming a little bit in front of me and my demon cow whose eyes are glowing? Yeah. And then trapped, you eat corn, listen to corn. Demon cow is now satiated and uh, happy. And then maybe you're good to go forever. Yeah. I think I think that's it. We are so smart. And then maybe the cow comes back years and years later because corn's dead now. So you have a band called Carrots. Mm-hmm. K A backwards R backwards R. Oh. Yeah. Carrots. Carrots. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you have to feed the cow again. I think we cleared that one. I think we did too. Yeah. I, I think, think we that did. one's done. We did an awesome job. Yeah, we did. Well, if you want to do an awesome job of wearing the coziest new drip available to all human beings or lizard people or frogmen or whoever you can go to nativelanguageclothing.com add some drip to your cart uh really fill up your cart with sauce and then use the checkout code (laughs) spooky spouses all one word all lowercase for 30 percent off try it out we'd also like to thank and we pray for (laughs) eli rexford chambers who did our music at the beginning the middle and the end you can find him massacring corn or on social media at Eli who does music. Thanks, Eli. Thanks, Bubby. Good luck. Yeah, really good luck for real. Seriously. 
We would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network for being a good, fun group of good, fun people and podcasts and shows. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out all the other shows. You can also go to spookyspousescast.com and learn more about our show. And then, you know, just follow the way websites are typically designed to find more stuff about the Scavengers Network if you'd like. We also have some great merchandise. Say you need a new coffee mug because you're like, my coffee mug sucks and it's not spooky. My coffee mug smells like crap. (laughs) (laughs) I want a new one. I want a new one and I want it to say spooky spouses because why the crap not? Oh, someone took a crap in my mug (laughs) and now I want a spooky spouses one. We'd also like to thank all of our listeners because without you, there is no us talking about crap. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and we if you like our show uh and you want to help us spread the word about our show all we ask that you do is just listen and be great and be wonderful and maybe tell someone about our show or that's it yeah absolutely well until next week we hope that each and every one of you have a positive week and you find some wind and you kick the crap out of it Wearing your movement clothes and your powerful clothes. Uh, We also hope that you find a bunch of pigeons with hats. You save them and then give them beards. Beards with a D. Oh, not beers. Not beers. No, they that will beards. I bet you, if you feed beer to a pigeon, they will die immediately. Yeah, don't do that. And then, hey, what about this? Also, why not listen to uh, throughout this week? Find some new indie podcasts that you like and listen to them and support them because there's way too many giant podcasts out there with a lot of money behind them and just support independent artists. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, fine. Cool. (laughs) Well. Until next Monday, don't crap in your favorite mug, and we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. You think that's as loud as you'll get? Yes. Are you sure? I don't know. What if you see a bug? Ooh. That's all you're going to do if you see a bug? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm sleepy. (laughs) If you see a bug, do you think you'll fall right asleep or you'll make that noise? Yeah, when I get scared, I just fall asleep. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, do you know know anything else in general really quick? Nope. Sure don't. Okay. (laughs) Not Not a one thing. Not a one thing. Not a one thing. Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything. But it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y HasOpinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Bay well.